0: Welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck. Just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Bay Studios. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. Just the dynamic duo today. No special guests for this podcast. Kind of an impromptu podcast. We decided to record on a Tuesday instead of our usual Wednesday. We had a couple standbys up and ready to go, but there are a couple special occasions which we'll get to in the shoutouts. Yep. But, um, yeah, I just want to encourage all the the people listening, all the people who have hit us up, don't be afraid to come on the podcast. We love having guests. We love doing podcasts, just the two of us. It's really cool because we know the format. We can knock shit out. We get shit done fast that makes editing easy for me. Um, I don't want to say that we direct our guests or, or the people that we have on the show, but to a certain extent, we kind of have to coach, encourage them for the sake of editing, yeah. for the sake of... And
1: we, we lead the conversation for obvious reasons because if not, it, we'd be stuck on certain tangents for too long we wouldn't be able to cover everything that we like to cover for you guys because we'd like to be consistent.
0: Yeah, and we don't want to kill you with you know the 90, the 100-minute episodes where you know, mm-hmm. maybe we lose you, maybe your commute to work isn't that far, maybe we just... Kind of lose your attention span. We start going off into tangents about stuff that you're not interested in. We like to keep the podcast moving, we like to think of ourselves as a people's podcast um, to get you involved. We encourage you. We strongly encourage you to come on the show. Come all over the show. Yeah. Face all neck and chest. All over it. No, we, Adam's in charge of booking, and we love having people on. We like doing the, the solo shows, but we also like having people on because it gives us some insight into what we're talking about, what's interesting, you know, other people's thoughts on other matters. Uh, Adam and I found a lot that you know we tend to agree on a lot of stuff. So. It, doesn't make for interesting audio, because we're just like, yep. Exactly, because,
1: <laughs> I mean, even, even if, alright, for instance, this past Sunday, Bears game, we had it in my place, and we were just like, man, you know, we should, Rodney's like, oh no, excuse me, our sister-in-law, Jessica, said, I want White Castle, but I don't want to drive. Which is awesome, I wish I just had the option to do that. And so Rodney's like, alright, I'll drive, and they're asking around if anybody wanted anything, and, and Rodney looks at me, he's like, you want something? And I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll let you have White Castle. And uh, I just told Rodney, I'm like, just give me whatever you're having, because almost 90, 90, oh Almost 99% of the time Anytime Ronnie and I Go to any restaurant We automatically decide On the same thing Or if not That was our standby meal Yeah
0: Or a variation of You know
1: Kind of like Subway meatball sandwich Yep Almost anything In Olive Garden Like we always, always Try to get like The same kind of shit Mostly
0: It's a lot of meat
1: stuff Steak And usually we do it out Without
0: meatballs. even trying It's kind of exactly. weird But yeah It's good to get Others perspectives on the show Maybe you don't know Enough about comic books Maybe you think You don't like You watch a lot of movies Or a lot of pulp culture But I mean Everybody's got a shout out Everybody's got a fuck you mm-hmm. and at the very least you get to sit with us for an hour two hours and just sit and be entertained yeah and have some beer and, and have good times we'll really record think of it as a recording of a conversation amongst friends for posterity try not to think about the fact that we're being played nationally in ghana and uh, wichita kansas which na- is huge na-
1: nationally in ghana
0: <laughs> nationally in ghana mm-hmm. ghana, ghana
1: moved over here nationally <laughs> it's, it's the newest state well ghana as a nation like I across know, the nation i know of but ghana. just like you mean you know
0: <laughs> i know But we we kind of have to explain these things because (laughs) usually we're just like, yep. Mm -hmm." (laughs) It's like an episode of King of the Hill when (laughs) Hen and I are hanging out and we're not doing a podcast. It's like, yep. All right, so moving on, let's get to podcast news.
1: Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my my podcast.
0: Not a whole lot of news for this week. We do have some new listeners in Amsterdam. Wow. So that'd be a lot of fun to do a remote show there.
1: I just found out that... Never mind. Actually, fuck it, I might as well say it. Rodney and I have mentioned before that we watched the Baby Channel. And there's a red tractor named Tech. Tech, for the longest time, I wanted to know where the origin of that show came
0: from. Because... There, it wasn't a Thomas the Tank knockoff? It's kind of seems I, like... It a, pretty much is, but
1: yeah. they don't have like people actually talking. There's a narrator talking over the entire show, and people kind of you know
0: do the motions with what the guy's saying. Which really bothers me about that show. The fact that they're talking... It's like they're talking... Telepathically. Yeah. I mean, understand Tech's lips can't move because they don't want to do the animatronics, but there are people on that show who are voiced over by the narrator, and it's one thing for voiceovers, you know, me being Asian understanding voiceovers, but <laughs> if you're going to have a voiceover, have their mouths move. It's just really weird and creepy. You know? Yeah, it's a lot
1: of pantomiming at that yeah. point, you know? Like, I just, I don't even know how they. Anyway, so. It's like a
0: game I, of charades.
1: I'm watching the show, and Tech is in a classroom, and I was like, oh, you know, he's in a classroom with a bunch of kids, and I'm, I don't know what it was, but the detective in me, the Batman in me, decided to look around that room to see if I could find a map of where they're from or something. And in the background, there's one word. I think it's O-L-A-U, Olau. And I was like, man, that sounds like a fucking Hawaiian word. But I was like, let me look it up, see, you know, what comes up. And it's Switzerland and Amsterdam was all over that shit. So I was like, oh shit. So I finally found out that it's at least in that general area. So I feel really accomplished today. That's about The most work. I have actually went to work today, and this is more work than I did there.
0: (laughs) So, uh, shout out to Amsterdam. (laughs) Home of tech and other worldly debauchery. Mm -hmm. The Vegas of the uh, globe. I would love to go there. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Saw it in Oceans of the Twelve. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, in podcast news again, we encourage you to join us on the show, sit in on the show. we're really the people's podcast. If anything, you have a lot more to contribute than you know. We don't want to intimidate you. We're we're really just sitting in Adam's family room, huddle around the phone if you haven't seen the video. You don't have professional recording equipment. Yeah. You know, don't make it nervous the fact that the podcast will kind of go on forever and if you <laughs> We'll try to edit you to um, make yourselves look good. And you know what? I haven't really been disappointed in any of our guests. No. All of our guests have been fabulous. They, you know, absolutely killed it. Shout out to Norman and mark did a great job on the podcast Mm -hmm. my wife was dying when she heard that episode i am fiending for new podcasts i just saw that you're gonna get a disease just posted episode 20 and 21 adam heard it i haven't i'm gonna download it as soon as i can that just came out as we're speaking hollywood babylon hadn't posted a podcast in like three weeks
1: i haven't listened to hollywood babylon since episode 166 that's how long it's been Execute order 66. (laughs) But it's mostly because once we started our podcast, it's hard to listen to another one, to me anyway. Because, I mean, aside from you're going to get a disease, because I feel like, you know, not to knock, you're going to get a disease, obviously. But the professionalism behind like Hollywood Babylon saddens me because it's like man that could be us kind of thing and why isn't it ready and i don't you know it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that we're only on episode 19 well yeah but i mean now.
0: i mean ralph garman had a whole following with the k-rock and everything exactly
1: i expected us to start the podcast week three we're at that level when it's not
0: no we we need you we need your help we want to be the people's podcast tell your friends tell your kids tell your wives share our podcasts on iTunes soundcloud.com or Automatic.com. hit us up, up our page on Facebook it'd be cool if we had like an XM radio station well I mean you know we still we do the podcasts for free people can download and they kind of last forever oh yeah
1: I mean I, I think we would still do the podcast but if we had like you know our own show
0: on the side yeah maybe, that's true you know the news and weather that would be fun together with traffic <laughs> no I don't I don't know if I like the idea of doing like live radio because I always, I'm really self-conscious if you haven't guessed by now I'm really self-conscious about my elocution my pronunciation you know, I, I drink a lot on the podcast, and the Asian in me comes out. I mispronounce, miscue. I say a lot of ah uh, and and does. And you know, in the raw episodes, you can hear the stumbling, the stuttering, and I don't know. I just I don't know. I mean, if you, I'm... Talk, you talk fast as shit, one way or another. Actually, I do get that from a lot of people. Like, why do you edit the podcast? because It sounds like you talk so fast. But when I'm on the podcast, I'm not a chatterbox. The podcast is really my outlet to. I don't know, get what I have on my mind out because um, you know, sometimes I'm usually pretty reserved and the podcast kind of forces me to talk. So I actually do talk this fast in real life. I'm I'm really editing the parts where, you know, me as a fat man stops to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> with all the talking Then I get, out. sometimes I have to go, <gasps> and then you, you, I don't know, in the raw versions, sometimes you can hear it. I mean, I'm used to seeing it on uh, on the editing bay. But um, yeah, I, I do like to talk fast, but um, I forgot where we were going with <laughs> no, just
1: well, you know, different things about the podcast. Essentially, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. I'm always around. Yeah,
0: yeah. Totally lost my train of thought. But Maybe we'll get back to it. But anyways, yeah, uh, we would like to be the people's podcast. We we would like to do this professionally. This is the ultimate goal. We'll put that out there. We do this as a hobby just for fun, to get for posterity, just because, you know, we, we constantly have these funny conversations where we're talking about superheroes, we're talking about movies. You know, one day Adam's like, why aren't we recording a podcast? And, we, you know, we're big fans of Kevin Smith. We listen to his podcast. He always encourages people to go out and record podcasts. Because it's free And it, you know, it's a minimal investment All it really is Is your time If you have a cell phone You can do it You can download Audacity From download.com um, You can edit the podcast On your own For whatever you want Yes we are a Sponsored podcasts I'll pull up a curtain behind And let you know Lim insurance Done by our friend Mukram, <laughs> And he sponsors Our membership to SoundCloud But you know We're looking for More sponsors We're looking to Raise money for the podcast I'm slowly running out of Equip uh, I'm slowly running out of Space on my computer We're running out of Space on Podomatic.com We could use Professional audio equipment We're really yeah. recording Off of my phone Subscriptions to services, I'm actually looking into. I don't know, Adam. I don't know if you've even brought this up to Adam. I'm looking into getting affiliate status with Amazon, but I think in order to do that, we have to have somewhere where you can click a link to, um, where we can say, hey, if you're going to Amazon.com, we're going to buy something off of Amazon. You can click on our link on our website, and you know, we'll get some proceeds for that. But so I, we'd have to start
1: up our own website. For that. But we
0: have to start up our own website, which is also going to be more more money that we're spending yeah, out of pocket. Pay, so to pay for a domain and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So we could use some sponsorship. If you have some friends out there, if you're if you know of somebody who just wants some, you know, very, very affordable advertising, Uh, especially if you are a friend of ours and you want to get your business on our podcast, hey, we'll give you the front price. Just ask uh, Aleminsurance.com. Yep. Hit up Mookie. We're also considering, we've been toying around with the idea of a t-shirt drive for uh, UTJH. We've had a couple requests for people who are interested in uh, having a t-shirt, shout out to Norman, getting a t-shirt for the show. I don't know if we're going to do a clever phrase or we're just going to hashtag UTJH on a bunch of shirts.
1: I think a clever phase would be even better. Clever phase. (laughs) See, there it goes. The it was a nice phase. It was just a clever one, you know. We've had, we had d- different phases in our life.
0: And that's why I edit. <laughs> But um, yeah, we were just uh, thinking about getting some T-shirts with hashtag UTJ. Engine. we can't do a bulk order. We don't have a ton of capital to go around. We're probably gonna order a couple shirts for ourselves and our friends and people who are interested. So hit us up on our Facebook page if you're interested. We're probably gonna order the shirts to order. We're gonna get and we're gonna try to get it in bulk. It's probably gonna be 20 bucks flat. Hopefully we can get some of the price down. But... Just a few sizes of each. It's not gonna be like, like we're not gonna have a hundred larges, hundred X larges. It's going to be, like, at most five to ten of each. Yeah, and just know that, you know, the extra dollar here, two dollars there from the lower price is going to go help your, support your local podcast, support yeah. your local artists. And we can invest some of that money in... Some subscriptions or some equipment, you know, put some money aside and, you know, improve the podcast in general. Yep. Get some more exposure. So, yeah. So, if you're interested in the t t-shirt, hit us up on Facebook. We're probably going to place the first order just to order for those of people who are interested. And then, if it hits off, maybe we'll buy more, have some available. For most of you who are in Chicago, we probably drop off the t-shirt to save shipping. If we get a huge order for Wichita, Kansas, we'll send out a bulk of t-shirts. Shout out to Gata, where we're still number one. And shout out to Wichita, Kansas, which is just consistently killing it on Potomatic.com. Potomatic.com, the official home of um that just happens podcast you can also find us on soundcloud where you can leave us comments or find us on itunes where you can also click five stars and leave us comments as well all right, that's uh hit us just, up i think that's it for podcast news that's all i got all right moving on from podcast news to to shout outs here they go ah!
1: all right, this week got some pretty big shout outs shout out to my cousin omar who's been on the podcast before, Omar Ortiz, on his <laughs> wedding anniversary. I'm not sure what number it is, but they've been married for at least a couple years now. now. His wife, Vanessa's awesome. They're having twins, boy and a girl. Should be here. Thunder and t- Lightning Ortiz. Exactly. I think th- they're due on his birthday.
0: We were trying to get Omar on the show tonight. Again, an impromptu episode. We could always use people who are willing to um, be backup guests, because sometimes we don't have guests. We would love to book in advance, but you know, things come up. Cancellation. We really record on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. Um, unfortunately, Adam's looking to change up his hours at work a little bit. So we then might change to the weekends, might change to Sunday and Mondays. We'll keep you posted on that. We might need to adjust our posting schedule. So maybe we'll bulk up on a couple episodes, do a couple extra episodes before Adam changes his schedule. Just so to that way, it, yeah. yeah, just to counteract. So you guys will have podcasts to listen to ready and available for your Monday morning commute. For but, your listening uh, pleasure. For your listening pleasure to make your commute suck. Just a little less. But um, yeah, Omar was one of the people we wanted to hit up. I was trying to tell Adam to tell Omar, bring Vanessa on the podcast and they can commemorate their anniversary with a... um, We're being guests on our fucking show.
1: (laughs) Happy anniversary. Be on
0: the podcast. But uh, I'm sure Omar wants something else that just happened rather than just... (laughs) podcasting
1: so also like omar that was celebrating a special occasion david merkel the man who's on every podcast his birthday is on thursday
0: so this upcoming thursday which today is the 16th so that is the 18th so by the time you hear this it'll be past his birthday so continue with my tradition of wishing people a happy birthday after the birthday because after your birthday it kind of sucks Yep. After your birthday's over. Especially when you turn 30. Oof.
1: So happy birthday, Dave, man. You're you're one of my best friends. Met you at work. We don't talk about work. I can't really embellish at where I work, but it's not a type of place where I really figured I'd end up finding you know, a really good friend, one of my best friends. So happy birthday to you, man. 30 is a big deal. So uh, I hope we get a chance to celebrate, maybe knock a few back, even if it's just here. Maybe we'll do it next Tuesday or something like that.
0: Yeah, you know what? We should should do a birthday podcast for him. We have to have him on. Yeah. And he can correct us all he wants. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to David. So, David, I met through the podcast, which is another reason why we like having people on. I'm meeting so many more people. I'm meeting more (laughs) networks of friends. And David, legitimately, credit to you, sir. One of my favorite new Facebook friends, as of the podcast, because he's always posting shit. He seems to know, or just kind of inherently know, or just understand (laughs) all the stuff that I'm interested in, because he's not posted anything that he's tagged me on, and I've just been like, whatever. You know, that Godzilla, all Godzilla clip was freaking amazing. Now, granted to Bryan Cranston, you did an incredible job on the movie, but just the scenes of Godzilla alone, worth it. So... Thanks for being a friend, David. Shout out to you. Happy birthday. Happy 30th. I know you're going to hear this after your birthday, but just wanted to give you a special shout out on that note. couple birthdays that are coming up are uh, our friend Karina, my friend Ken, my friend Jen, and by the time this airs, or maybe... Even before the next episode airs, it'll be our sister Liz's birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday,
1: Liz. One of our faithful listeners. She makes sure to uh, tune in every week. And she has hit us up a few times about things that she liked or didn't like about said podcast.
0: I missed my Monday deadline for posting the podcast once. Oh, wow. Thank she, you to Liz yeah. for keeping me on top of my shit. She is my motivation for being done by Sunday night. An additional motivation for being done by Sunday night is now football season.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, before I forget, my voice might sound a little weird today. I'm a little under the weather. So aside from drinking... Well, I'm not drinking beer. Rodney's drinking all the beer for me. I'm drinking tea. I might throw a little Jameson in there just to uh, appease the... You're going to get a disease, guys. Which, shout out to you guys. It was pretty fucking funny listening to your Guilty Pleasure music segment. Shout out to nick for doing the
0: fuck fox fantastic four pledge don't give me any spoilers i haven't heard the episode yet yeah i've been waiting all weekend for that episode i'm I'm gonna spoil
1: something for you it's not on video which nick you're gonna have to do that Got to do it on video, brother. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, just do it at work. Fuck it. You want us to do shit at work, do it at work. In the middle of a busy-ass day, just you know, do I have a whole pledge.
0: I actually I have not talked to Nick since high school. He went to Lewis University. I went to UIC. We got separated by geography, obviously. We used to hang out all the time. We used to watch Bulls games together. Uh, we actually produced a video together for a high school project on Henry Ford, which had nothing to do with Henry Ford, <laughs> everything to do about cars. I think even one of our classmates we had, uh, Ryan Landerman, was on the video where we did like a model car set, and we talked about Ford, and it was actually a Chevy Camaro on the model car set. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. But uh, yeah, I've been reconnecting with Nick through Facebook and now the podcast and now the exchange back and forth. Shout out to him. We're we're planning that crossover episode. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be working on Sometime that.
1: In, I think in November we were talking about.
0: But Nick's got a million jobs. Like I don't know that he wants to. He seems pretty vague about it. As are we. We don't talk about work on our podcast. I don't think Nick talks about his work on his podcast or specifically where he works. I know he talks about what he does. Shout out to that episode corkage. Um, we all know that Luke. Luke works at the Aurelios. I don't know exactly where the Aurelios is. I think he owns the Aurelios. What about I want from the podcast? Say Aurelios. Maybe we might get a sponsorship. Aurelios. <laughs> well, if Aurelios is going to sponsor anybody, they're going to spar- sponsor. You're going to get a disease first. It's debatable. I don't know. They might like us more. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we're working on that crossover episode. And speaking of which, for Open Forum, which is our next segment, I wanted to talk about what really hit home for me was the episode where Luke talks about the living wake. Now, it is kind of a morbid subject, but I've been saying for years to Sandra, who is my wife and life partner. More um, importantly, my sister-in-law. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. Sandra. And uh, I've been telling her for years, when I pass, and I'm going to go on record on this, only a handful of people know this. One person that I know for sure who shares my love for country music. Yeah, that's right. I like country music, amongst other things. I like basically everything except for uh, freestyle music, which is, you know, every song's about Maria and how she broke her heart. That works perfectly for me, Yeah. except for the breaking of the heart thing. Yeah. One of the people who shares Um, my love for country music is my friend Elise. What I want to have played at my funeral is uh, One More Day. I think Liz knows this too because Liz wants the song that she wants played at her funeral is uh, The Time of Your Life by Green Day. Um, I forget who sings One More Day. I'm going to have to look that up. That's going to be corrections for next week. But um, I want that song played at my funeral and I've been telling my wife for years when I pass, I want to be cremated and made into a barbecue grill. And here's my reason why. Um, It's probably easy to incorporate ashes into the building of a grill because it's not going to smell. I want to be like molded, molded into the metal somehow. The other reason is when you break out the grill it's usually a time of celebration you're out you're barbecuing it's summertime you're gonna have a good time i want to be remembered or thought of when people are having a good time when people are having a party or something you know i don't want to inconvenience anybody who would like to remember you or pay their respects by having to go to you know a whole separate place where you have to see a mausoleum or everything's depressing you're surrounded by dead people looking at tombstones it's just let's bust out the grill yeah let's bust out the grill let's bust out the rodney and fire (laughs) up some steaks Or a cooler or something. I be I could be made into a cooler. And that'd be awesome. <laughs> Hula! Uh, that's not a, I've, I've heard worse ideas. If you haven't heard the Living Wake episode from You're Gonna Get a Disease, it's an awesome episode. Luke wants to have his wake. Okay, so this isn't going to work out if he gets hit by a bus or anything, but if he gets diagnosed with a terminal illness, like, okay, if they give him six months to live, he wants to do, like, month four or month five. Basically, he kind of wants to do a roast style, where it's like he gets to hear everything that you would have said about him at his funeral. That's pretty cool. So maybe we'll do an open forum segment after we meet Luke and spend some time with Luke <laughs> and do his Living Wake.
1: I, th- I think I just want to hear Jonah's story. During open forum, I'm like just hit me. You know, we're gonna blend that segment
0: in. I am about four hours of free time away of editing You're Gonna Get a Disease <laughs> and maybe sending Nick a special podcast. We'll do a special episode of just Jonah stories. I love my favorite Jonah story of the week is the one where he gets lost in Las Vegas. I, I think the second time. Yet. Oh, you gotta hear that one. I think it might be episode 13 or 14. I'm gonna have to, that'll be corrections. We'll have to look that up, spend okay. some time listening, or maybe we'll confirm that with them. And supposedly there are voicemails <laughs> that Jonah leaves. Oh my god. Oh, you gotta hear that's amazing. My Dad says that when he dies, he wants to be in an L-shaped Coffin, so he's sitting up. Well, I think Nick was uh, I don't remember if it was Nick or somebody else's story because there's a woman that
1: got buried recently or at her funeral recently. They had her propped up with a Newport in her hand
0: and a beer in her other hand, yeah. And, like she had like sunglasses and like you know, a hat on and everything. Yeah, I think they were, talk, they were talking about that. What I just think it was really cool. I think one of Nick's ideas, was he wants to be remembered as somebody who has people over and has parties. So he wants to, at his wake, he wants to have a keg in the corner and have everybody drinking beer, which would be fucking amazing. See, my thing is, I'm too much of a
1: Horror fan that I want, <laughs> I want there to be like, hopefully, I mean, it's the future. I want there to be like a hologram of me in the back, just like, I'm alive, and just freak everybody out and be like, I'm just kidding, I'm really dead. Go pay <laughs> my respects
0: You know, like, I'll have like a, um, a robot inserted into your <laughs> empty corpse, <laughs> and yeah, just like, something that just makes my hand jerk. Like, get all twitchy, like, all of a sudden. Just, like, sit up like... Because I'm
1: huge with pranks, which sucks because I can't play any pranks in my own house. Because my wife hates pranks. Yeah. Hates them. Like, I can't... I cannot jump scare my wife. I will not be able to talk to her for a week. And Rodney's seen it. Rodney has seen Maria freak the fuck out with me doing a jump scare on her. Which is funny because, like, we used to do it a lot growing up, you know. I used to freak Nelson out, wait around corners, just jump at him. And it was just, you know, it's, it's a fun thing for me, but she just... She freaks out a little bit, so I kind of, I mean, it's my funeral, it's my party, I could could die if I want to. Nicely played.
0: Zing, I could pull a Rodney joke every once in a while. So, speaking of, you're gonna get a disease, we're going to respond to the challenge that they threw the gauntlet down on us this afternoon, as I was driving here to record the podcast. We're gonna break our no politics rule for five minutes, and only five minutes. Now, Nick and Luke, I'm gonna apologize for if we do not hit the five minute mark. (laughs) We will try to record for five minutes, five (coughs) minutes plus, but due to my slur. My ums My uh And then like you know I'm gonna do some editing Obviously And it might come to Under five minutes But just take our word for it When we say We've recorded for five minutes I think he was
1: saying He wants to do it for five minutes Only that Look guys You don't have to You know This doesn't have to
0: be A whole fucking thing Just you know Five minutes Five minutes only Like just Fit it in there Five minutes is what she said. Five minutes is a lot of time. Where our segments, we try to shoot for six minutes, actually, for editing purposes and just to keep the show moving. But being that there's just the two of us, we'll probably have plenty of time to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, so. This is actually very hard, so she said, to <laughs> come up with a topic for this be,
1: because the fact that, like we mentioned before, Rodney and I agree on a lot of things. And even before the podcast started, we were just troubleshooting ideas back and forth. What do you think about the death penalty? What do you think about, you know. Yeah, like. Democrat yeah, versus Republican. Yeah, we're
0: good with the death penalty. Yeah, right? you know, we, <laughs> just, we're, okay, what about gay marriage? Like, we're. We're good with gay marriage, but honestly, I'm already married and, you know, I'm not gay, so I don't really care, but I would like, you know, my gay friends to be able to, with their life partners, share their benefits and share their, you know, inheritance and share the, mm-hmm. you know, all the benefits that we get of being married. Yeah. And, uh, grief. I mean, as long as you don't force, like, cause I'm a Catholic and, you know, we don't talk about that a lot cause we don't talk about religion, but as long as you don't force the Catholic church to have to support gay marriage, you know, you can't force it upon the Catholic church where it's, I'm gay. I want to get married in a Catholic church and because of the law says, so, you know, we're going to twist your arm. You know, I can't say I have anything against gay marriage, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's,
1: for me, it's just when it comes to gay marriage, it's like, look, it's like Louis C.K. said. He's like, I don't know why people have such a fucking problem with gay people getting married. It's, he's like, I'd have a problem if you know you're at an ATM, and some gay guy just came out of nowhere and just fucked you in the ass, and you're just like, oh shit, really? <laughs> These are brand new pants, you know? Like, but that's not the case, you know? They're they're not hurting anybody. They're not doing anything. They they want to be
0: happy and miserable together. Just let them do it. I don't see any cons. I mean, yeah, maybe it might be against the Catholic Church, but you know what? If it makes me, you know, a you know little what bit I, less I've had Catholic... sex before. Married, yeah. right? So I'm already, yeah. I've used condoms, you know. It's like I I'm guess sure there are worse things church. that I've done in my
1: life than promote well, not promote, but just you know, been okay with.
0: And it's not like they need my permission,
1: even like, yeah, like it's not like I say I'm, I'm okay with it. It's not like they're like, oh, whew,
0: okay, yeah. like let's take a poll and then let's take a vote on gay marriage. <laughs> let's take a poll, god, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we're, we're searching for political topics. now. Okay, I with when it comes to politics, I used to think that I was indecisive, now I'm not really sure. I would typically. Align myself, you know, with Republicans. I grew up during the Reagan era. I really love this foreign policy. If you fuck with our country, we'll bomb the shit out of you, so you won't fuck with our country anymore. Hasn't really been a president like that since. You know, people argue about economics, blah blah, whatever. My big thing with the Republican Party is they're very anti-social programs. And you would think, with me being minority and me being in like the poorer, you know, border middle class economic sector of, you know, America, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm not a great politician. Adam doesn't really follow politics, but I'll try try to explain it best I can. We grew up poor to middle class. Uh, we grew up as a minority. <laughs> Some of my frustration, I really appreciate that, you know, big government puts out programs to help people who are in of need, for example, with uh, the link cards, food stamps, unemployment, where people, you know, when you need help, they're there for you. My biggest issue with that is that it's not monitored. It's not regulated. People take advantage of it. I honestly, I'm going to go on record on the podcast. I took advantage of unemployment, you know, when I lost my job and I wanted to go back to school. I just filed for unemployment, went back to school, I was probably not working for a total of maybe six weeks, found another job, you know, I left the restaurant industry, I could have easily walked into any other restaurant, went for AGM, GM, general manager, you know, I can basically do every position that there is to do in a restaurant. Not hard for me to find work. But you know, I wanted to go back to school, I wanted to go for computers, I wanted to take advantage and you know, I didn't have to go on unemployment, I could have easily walked in and been a bartender, server, waiter, anywhere. But everybody I know seems to, I'm going to go on unemployment. i'm going to stay in unemployment why do i need to get a job because they're, they're well they paying, the paying me
1: to not get a job yeah
0: yeah essentially so that's my that's my big issue with social programs and the democratic party and i mean adam's a democrat so i guess that's something that we disagree on see, I,
1: but i have problem with a lot of people have been talking about this recently and it's been a big thing drug testing when you need like you know if you're applying for welfare why is it that somebody that needs to get a job has to p- pass a drug test and people that are on welfare can kind of just get money all willy nilly all the
0: time see i have that same problem so that, that's something that we agree on like yes <laughs> This is really hard. Uh, she said. I have a huge issue with that. I have a huge issue with public health care. And maybe it sounds bad to say. But, okay, I understand. I do want to take care of my fellow citizens and my fellow Americans if something happens to you. Okay? But if you're a professional skateboarder or you're fucking into parkour, if you're a professional parkour, martial artist, whatever, you should be paying more for health care because you're going to be in the hospital every other week. And if your hospital bill is going to be in the tens of thousands of dollars, I don't think it's fair for me who takes care of myself and does 't jump over running cars to be paying the same rate so you can be in the hospital every other week you're not working and you basically have free medical I, th- I don't think that's right yeah um, and what scares me also is you know if we provide health care for everyone <clears throat> does that give people free range to dictate what we can and can do with our, our lives like there was this big thing in New York a couple of years back where it's like they ban- they banned big gulps big gulps of soda because I don't know they're moving towards public health care and if you're drinking all the soda it's bad for your health I mean I I drink beer on this podcast on a regular basis. I'm constantly drinking Dr. Pepper. I don't want anybody to tell me, oh, okay, now we're on public health care. Now you can't have Dr. Pepper because it's bad for your health. Like, I'm a fucking American. If I want to drink Dr. Pepper and I want to have a few beers while I talk on my podcast, I feel that I have the right to do so. Our podcast. Our podcast. So, you know, if you want to tell me what to do with my health, yeah, I know that it's bad to have all this beer and I know it's bad to be drinking soda, but you know, fuck you. That's my God given right to fucking drink soda and beer and alcohol and get shit faced. I mean, I think there, there has to be a line drawn somewhere. Yeah, I want to help. And you know what? I really feel like it's not like we're without public health care because if you're really down on your luck and you couldn't pay your medical bills, you can always go to Stroger in Chicago. They're not going to turn you down. No. Their doctors who have taken the Hippocratic Oath. So, I, I, to an extent, I don't think that's an issue. Almost like the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. Yeah. See what you did there. Yeah. See, this is what happens when Rodney and I have serious conversations. Now
1: I'm starting to get irate because, okay, here's here's my thing, okay? Because another one of the topics that Rodney and I were going to throw out there was the legalization of marijuana. Now, when it comes to the legalization of marijuana, fine, let it happen. If it happens, it happens. Number one, what are potheads going to talk about once that happens? Because anytime I had ever seen a pothead, all they're talking about is, man, they just need to legalize this. I don't know what the country's problem is. Okay, fine. So you legalize it. Now, if you legalize it, the influx of
0: money is going to be reduced. Because people are going to be paying up the ass for that. Well, look at all the uh, taxes we're spending on booze. Freaking Evanston has a 15% additional liquor tax on booze because they're trying to be a dry town.
1: Well, there you go. If the man is there and you got the supply, fine, done, boom. But my thing is, you got people saying, okay, but I like to smoke weed and it's illegal, so what? I still like to smoke it. Like, don't you guys understand? You just mentioned it's illegal. You can't be on welfare and be doing shit like this, even if it's just weed. I understand. People are like, it's just weed. What's the big deal? It's illegal. That's the big deal. Like it's 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 like telling a cop I only did a little bit of coke. It doesn't fucking matter. It's illegal. Once it's legalized, fine. Fucking blow your load of fucking cash on all the drugs that you want. It's not going to be covered with the link card and shit, but if you're on welfare, you should be striving towards making your life better, not just living off of that and being like, fine, then I can just, you know, whatever money I get will go towards that. No, there's there's other shit that you should be going... And that's not for everybody that's on welfare, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's just for
0: the people that take advantage of it and... That's my whole thing. I don't want people taking advantage of it. Growing up, okay... Nick grew up the next town over from me. He grew up in Bellwood. I grew up in Berkeley. Right? We're not well-to-do towns. My father, until he was able to start up his own business, struggled to keep a job. He fought tooth and nail. He he wanted. He did everything he could to provide for my family. And it, and it hurts me to, to talk about this kind of stuff. My mother, the same. She she got laid off a couple times from her job. She she has a very high-paying career or a very high-paying profile. She's a lab technician. She's basically the smartest person I've ever known. <laughs> um, she's a lab technician. She for... Abbott Laboratory, she worked for Michael Reese Healthcare. She was actually doing endocrinology work where she was developing a dye to diagnose uh, kidney cancer or kidney kidney disease that wasn't toxic to the body, which wow. you know, I guess the kidney dye, the ra- the kidney dye that they put in your kidneys to test for disease causes some radiation. And it's kind of harmful. So she was actually working on developing that. But she struggled, even with that type of career, she struggled to find work. You know, she worked, you know, X amount of years for this company and then she got laid off. She worked X amount of this company, X amount of years for this company, she got laid off. While she worked struggling to pay bills so so the two of my parents could put food on the table. I'm working at the grocery store in Berkeley, Butera, right next door to Bellwood, and I'm watching people driving up in Lexus's Mercedes, and they're paying for the groceries with fucking link cards. Dude, nothing could piss me off more than that, knowing that my parents were struggling so that we can buy groceries. And here are these people if I ever if this podcast ever makes it big, if I ever become rich and famous, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy my mom a Mercedes Benz. Hmm. Because you know that's that's one of the things that she's always wanted in life. We'll give my mom an Audi. And uh that's all yeah. she ever wanted. Did she really want yeah, an Audi TT. For whatever reason, looks like a squished beetle. Basically. All right, but um, you know, I just I see these people, and I know they don't need that help, obviously, because if you're rolling in a Lexus, you know, you don't need to be on a link card. You know, it's just it's not. I don't feel that it's fair. I don't think it's appropriate. People are taking advantage of the system, and that's why I'm against government program. And that's that's probably my biggest stance on why I lean conservative. I do agree with a lot of what Luke has to say from a political standpoint, but you know, I I can't I can't get down now. Democrat people have criticized me for this. Locally, I vote for Democrats because my theory on that is smaller organizations are easier to manage than larger organizations. I'm going to put out an analogy that everybody can relate to out there. If you work for the Olive Garden, you work for Darden Restaurants, which is a national corporation. It's an international organization. (laughs) Like this podcast. Like this podcast. If you work for Darden, basically you're a cog in the wheel, right? So if you come up with some debauchery to do at work, I've worked for the Olive Garden at North Riverside on Harlem, if you want to steal some breadsticks, if you want to steal a piece of cheesecake, you know what? You might have some hourly managers who are told to watch you so that you don't do it, but for the most part nobody's going to care. It's a large corporation, everybody has the attitude to where nobody's going to notice, you know, Darden has plenty of money, why the fuck not? Let me steal a breadstick that I'm going to have for a snack during my shift. Whatever. If you work for a smaller restaurant, like Say Aurelio's that Luke owns somewhere in your Juliet. You'll probably be less inclined to take abuse of the system because if I personally worked for Luke, I would want to do my best for Luke. I would be a good employee. I'm usually a good employee when I work for you know mom and pop. You know I used to work for a mom and pop. IT company, IT firm, um, I do, I work a little harder because I know they're going to look out for me. I know they're going to understand when I need some time off. I know that they're going to have some concern for my family, my well being, my health, the position. They, they're going to want to know that I enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's more incentive for me. So the moral of the story is smaller organization, less abuse. Larger organization, greater abuse. So that's my theory when it comes to Democrats and Republicans. Locally, I vote for Democrats because I know a lot of Democrats. I have, I know people in very well positions in the, you know, Chicago, Illinois government. But federally, I I really feel like if you try to do you try to set up big government people are going to abuse the hell of it so that's kind of why i lean here
1: here's something that i actually read in a comic book which everyone somebody's rolling their eyes right now but it was one of the smartest things reed richard essentially becomes god right it takes place in the future spoiler alert this is in paradise x this is like the last segment of paradise x so if you have ever read it put me on mute for like a couple minutes captain marvel is basically god and they go to confront him because they're like no you're fucking up you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong and he's like reed i'm only here until you you got here. You're God now. You have to take control of this. And he's like, I can't do that. Everyone should pull their ideas together. And fucking Captain Marvel said something that blew my fucking mind. And this is, this is what I'm talking about way back in the day when I said that comic books are more than just a child's medium. He says, sometimes it takes a monarch to guarantee equal rights for all people, which blew my fucking mind only because it's just like, wow, I never thought about it that way. I'm over here in America talking about democracy is a beautiful thing. And it is. It's not like I'm going to say, you know, I'm moving to fucking Britain because it's not like, like that's how it is over there either really but it, it makes a good point that sometimes it takes one person to just get to just tell everybody shut the fuck up this is what we're doing that's it and then it just it will dispel so much stuff at the end of the day but i mean it'll never happen but it was just cool to read that
0: it was kind of like anakin's point in star wars episode two where he's like somebody should be told somebody should tell these people what to do blah blah whatever but i mean <laughs> Blah blah whatever. <laughs> I, <don't>, I can't <laughs> is that remember. A quote? Yeah, that's direct quote. You can find that in IMDb. No, I don't remember the exact line. But the other part of my political stance and what influences my political view is I don't really trust the media, either side of the media. I don't trust Fox News. I don't trust oh, the Clinton Fox News. I don't trust the Clinton News Network because Fox News is owned by Republicans. Clinton News Network is re- owned by Democrats. So everybody has their political skew. I have to take what I hear at face value and do my research and make my decisions based on that. So I could actually lean Republican or. Democrat based on what my gut feeling and instinct is, was where I would agree with Nick. But I've also been in charge of a number of different organizations in my day. Um, One being, you know, Omega Phi Alpha Psi Co-Ed Fraternity at UIC. There are some instances where I found myself in a leadership position where I would have to make decisions for the betterment of the organization or the community or, you know, the focus group or whatever it is that I was in charge of at the time. Without getting everyone's consensus, right? Without getting everyone's consensus and knowing that there would be key people that would disagree with me. But knowing that I would be making that decision for the betterment of the organization as a whole. So regardless of what you might think that the president or, you know, the governor or the mayor of whatever city or town or village that you live in, whether you agree with it or not, they were put in that position for a reason. They're trying to make a best judgment call. So I kind of, there's some understanding where maybe I might not agree with what they're trying to do, but maybe I don't see the big picture. That's the basis for the decision that they made. So like I said, I have to agree with Nick on that. I go with my gut. I'll lane Either way, try to do what's right as a whole, even though it may not benefit me directly. But, I don't know, that's where I stand on political views. I don't know if you can disagree with any of that or even... I don't know. I know for sure that this is longer than five minutes. For both of us. Sorry, we I went over five minutes. I think we said like mark. something
1: more than five minutes each.
0: Yeah, so even if I edited that down. But um, I don't know. Let's move on to some fun stuff. Let's get back to the format. Oh, hold on, real quick. Top topics. We forgot to hit that. All right. Are we on top topics already? Yeah, I thought that was part of the top topic. Oh, I th- I figured we'd shove that into open forum. Top topics. For oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was open forum. Yeah, right now, now reverse that right the fuck up so if you're listening to I'm um, that just happened and you're musically inclined and you'd like to write us a jingle for open forum <laughs> right, so I don't have to do that with every fucking bit open forum is gonna be our new segment on this podcast now one thing I wanted to bring up for open forum we've just recently passed September 11th while we're talking politics and the door's wide open mm. I want to start a movement. I'm all about starting movements on this podcast, where the whole point of 9-11, the attack on the uh, World Trade Center, was the terrorists trying to negatively affect our economy by attacking our, well, one of the big hubs of our economy being the World Trade Center. So let's send a fuck you back to the terrorists and spend every 9-11, instead of just, we will never forget, and we post things on Facebook that's very patriotic, and we show pictures of... Just buy the shit out of some stuff. Yeah, let's... Yeah? Yeah, yeah I was right. I've been saying it for years. 9-11, for, I think <laughs> for the past three or four years. On 9-11... Buy a car. Buy American. Now, car's kind of hard because the only American car that's bumper-to-bumper American is the Corvette. Not everybody can afford that. What about Dodge? Uh, Dodge makes some shit. Right Transmissions are made in Japan. Oh. But buy American, or at least try to buy American. Or just in, put money into the economy. Go to Aurelio's, have a pizza. You know, just go to... Um, I don't know. Fuck, support
1: this podcast. We're American. Support the
0: podcast. We're American. This is American podcast All American <laughs> podcast Yeah we might be ethnic But we were born and bred in America We're Chicagoans Support your local artist Go to a show Just spend some money on nine Let's turn that into the new Black Friday Let's reinvest into our economy right, Let's call it the red, white, and blue Whatever the fuck day it lands on 9-11 day Yeah I think that'll stick I'm gonna get that, Let's
1: get that t-shirt before the UTJH one Just that whole fucking phrase on there <laughs> That'd be the greatest
0: thing ever Hey if you are a t-shirt company Or you know of a t-shirt company um, Hit us up and let us know If you, Especially if you can get us a deal We'll buy both If the Price is right.
1: (laughs) Alright, moving on to corrections. David actually hasn't hit me up for any corrections for this upcoming week, so Ronnie, what do you got?
0: Yeah, only a couple corrections this week. The postman on Cheer's name was Cliff. Cliff? Fuck! Couldn't think of his name. He was also the underminer in uh, In The Incredibles, Incredibles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And and him Yeah Really great voiceover actor Shit we'll probably have to Have his name on corrections For next week Oh fuck So that'll be corrections Next week Also correction Pointed out by my wife As she was listening To the podcast Microsoft paid 2.5 billion dollars For Minecraft Not 2 billion dollars Which is still Still a stupid Fucking move a ridiculous amount of, I mean you know you might as well invest in you know the Ninja Turtles oh wait somebody already did that although Microsoft was
1: smart because I thought Microsoft was gonna buy it and it was gonna be relegated solely to Xbox One but they're gonna buy it and still have it doing a cross system thing which is more money for them obviously
0: yeah you know Microsoft you, you guys are great and all you gotta give up on Bing no one uses Bing
1: Ned Ryerson I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show Bing Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad senior year almost did graduate bing
0: again ned ryerson i dated your sister mary pat a couple times till you told me not to anymore well ned ryerson bing bing no one used no one uses a windows phone is there anybody out there who uses a windows phone yeah it looks cool and all but you know i don't know i'd still rock google chrome yeah everybody uses google everybody should be using a google operating system but don't get me started on that but don't worry If you're not using Google, I won't fault you because we all make mistakes in life. We all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call Alim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for alim because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg a limb insurance in case it happens interesting note about a limb insurance I saw they posted on Facebook that they will guarantee your original quote for the life of your contract now if you'd like more information call 312-945-6254 but for those of you getting screwed by the big insurance companies you know, consider a limb insurance everybody else is just going to raise your rates every year you know, why not give them a shot alright we should switch yeah I'm waiting for my shit to expire then I'm going to call them. it's only bad
1: for us because We got our house and our car and the same insurance. They'll
0: give you coverage. Limb insurance. Do they do house? I'm sure they will.
1: If you give them money, I'm sure they'll (laughs) insure you whatever you want. I'm going to look into that.
0: All right, moving on from the correction department
1: is the fuck you department. Norman's favorite segment. A lot of people's favorite segment, actually. This is
0: our arrow grievances, just like in Festivus. And this is something that everybody and anybody who can be on this podcast can participate in. Because everybody's got to fuck you. Correct. Everybody's got something that pisses them off in one way or another. And right now, Adam's going to give us his. All right,
1: bye Fuck you for this week. You guys already know that I might have a little bit of a road rage temper. I never blare my horn at anyone. Nothing like that. But I have a really fucking big problem when people blatantly disregard the rules of the road. So fuck you to the guy that just decided, I don't have to wait at a red light at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on 63rd Street. Yeah, that wasn't in cross traffic, but he just... Actually, I don't even think... He didn't even slow down. He's going, light turned red. He had at least a good 10 seconds before he even hit the light. So it's not like he was passing through and it turned red, no. It was red... Wait for a beat, wait for a beat, wait for a beat, wait for a beat. Then like he crossed. I was like what the fuck and he tapped on his brakes a little bit so he knew that it was a red light. So fuck you to you piece of shit for just comp- like what if a little kid ran across the street or some shit. There's like especially once once you have kids, that shit changes everything. Oh yeah, you look out for kids fucking anywhere. I had a little kid literally run in front of my car while I was driving home the other day. Thankfully I was paying attention. I wasn't, you know, snapchatting and shit like that. But like a ball went in the street and a kid right now. I'm like this is something right out of Driver's Ed. Like when you're in those bullshit simulators so, fuck you to people that disregard rules of the road. They're there for a reason. If it's fucking illegal, don't do it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly why I can't have a badge, because I'd be abusing the shit out of that. I would have pulled that fucker over and be like, yeah, I'm writing you for every possible take. Obstruction of you, low air pressure on your tire. You know what, I didn't like the way you were, your hands weren't at fucking 10 and 2. I would find every stupid little thing on your car to give you a fucking ticket for, just because if I had a badge, I'd be more of an asshole. <laughs> my fuck you Hopefully will be the last fuck you Because I'm tired of fucking sending Oh my god Fuck you to Comcast You know You have to have some sort of record In your customer service record Where you know I'm just constantly yelling at you I think they're you. fucking with you now I think they're fucking <laughs> I think at this point It's just like Hey that guy's calling again Because this is what happened With Comcast this week Okay Now all of a sudden The sales start- calls started coming back Which I told them to stop calling me This one came in Spanish <laughs> All I heard was Spanish 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 Comcast No, blah 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 <laughs> I can't even... You know what? The fact that I can speak and understand Spanish not exactly fluently is besides the point. Fuck you for assuming that I spoke Spanish just because you saw my last name. All right, Every Filipino has a Spanish last name. People don't realize this. There are there are Filipinos out there with the last name Perez. There are Filipinos out there with the last name Garcia. I thought you were just
1: going to leave it at that. Every Filipino has a last name, period. Moving on. But,
0: <laughs> but, but literally, every, for those of you who are familiar with the Filipino culture, the Philippines was named after King Philip of Spain. It was one of the islands conquered by, you know, the... What was the... The Conquistadors. The Conquistadors. Magellan's exploration. I forget, there was a whole period in history that... The
1: the thing about Puerto Ricans and Filipinos is our lineage is almost identical.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it was just another colony of Spain, and until the Spanish Conquistadors came along, Filipinos had no last names. It was just Bob, who lived by the tree. You know, and then they came in, and now you have the name Sinu, you have the name Arjanon, you have the name Garcia, you have the name Perez, you have the name De Leon. That's where the culture came from. So, don't assume... I know a Filipino guy with the last name Cobarubius. I was like, that's a fucking name right there. I mean, don't assume by my name that I speak Spanish. The fact that I do and can understand it and kind of kind of speak Spanish is besides the point. But that's just fucking rude. Like, I think so.
1: For all our Filipino listeners, mahal kita. Yeah, I speak
0: more Philippine or Tagalog than I do Spanish. He speaks more Tagalog than I do, actually. <laughs> Sad part is my Spanish is actually better <laughs> than my Tagalog, so maybe I shouldn't. But no, still, that's that's kind of a assumption of you. So fuck you for for doing that. Yeah, so and fuck you to the Spaniards. <laughs> <laughs> um on behalf of Nelson Faki to Christopher Columbus <laughs> talking about 9 <laughs> Shout out to uh episode 2, The Revenge of That Fucking Dog from Duck Hunt. Alright, I am also going to... I have been tired of waiting on this. I'm going to throw out the first part of my four-part series of fuck yous to uh, grocery shopping during rush hour. Now, grocery shopping during rush hour is bad enough as it is, but there are certain people out there who make it even fucking worse than it already is because they're in a hurry. Well, we're all in a hurry, you assholes. So part one of my fuck you to grocery shoppers during rush hour are those assholes who park wherever the fuck they want in the parking lot because they're in a quote unquote hurry. hurry. I'm just going to park in the fire lane. I'm going to park in the handicap spot. I'm going to drive the wrong way down the one way aisle in the grocery store. And I'm just going to double park even though the person next to me is already double parked. So technically I'm triple parked because I don't have time to find a legitimate parking spot to put my fucking car in. Fuck you to those people. We're all in a hurry. We're all trying to get home. We're all fucking hungry. We we'll want to get dinner on, you know, on the table, on the stove, whatever. We're, you know, you're no more important than we are. And if you were in a bigger hurry than we are Then you'd fucking go through the drive-thru at McDonald's So fuck you for not taking the time to put your car In an appropriate spot in the parking lot And I hope those of you who do do that And you're not handicapped You get a $250 ticket because you're an asshole
1: And fuck you to the guys in like a fucking Lexus That
0: decides to park in either the compact car spot Or in the energy saving spot Oh yeah, the the Lexus sport utility vehicle That parks in the compact car spot Yeah, go fuck fuck yourself. yourself Uh,
1: is that it? Yeah. Alright, so that's it for the fuck you department. Uh, Moving on to Pissing on Graves, this goes back a little bit um, two episodes ago to when Nelson was... It was two episodes when Nelson was on? It was two episodes ago, yeah. Two to three episodes ago. Nelson was on and the comic cliff notes was Wolverine. Well, excuse me, the death of Wolverine.
0: We're going to combine Pissing on Graves with comic cliff notes today.
1: So to give you a little bit of a backstory of Wolverine, as mentioned before, Wolverine first appeared in The Incredible Hulk. Not in X-Men, not in Wolverine. And his name is James Howlett. It's not Logan. Logan, he got, he stole from some groundskeeper that worked at the mansion that he lived in. So he's not even like, he was raised like in almost noble Canadian blood kind of thing. And it, if you read his story, it's a lot like, and if you've ever seen this movie besides me, then you're awesome. It's a lot like The Secret Garden. There's a character in the movie who's sick, and he's always worried that his back is going to end up all crooked like his father. And he's in bed all the time, and it's
0: just... Is The Secret Garden kind of like a whispering eye? <laughs> God, I hope not, because it's a bunch of kids running in and out of there. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) If we're talking about a birthing movie, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) His claws
1: pop, he kills the groundskeeper because the groundskeeper was boning Wolverine's mom.
0: Unintended.
1: Yeah. So he kills him, and the shock of it erased his memory. Like, his body tried to counteract the trauma that occurred, which fucks me up. Like, I wish, if I was riding Wolverine, every 10, 15 years, wipe his fucking memory. Like Winter Soldier? Yeah, something like that. Because, I mean, if it happened once when he was young, and it happened again, after the whole Weapon X thing why not just keep the tradition going every once in a while like he wakes up and the fucking X-Men have to wrangle him in you know
0: how awesome that shit would be dude we should write a comic about somebody who has his memory wiped every 10 years
1: I'm done here's my thing okay? Wolverine started off with the blue and yellow costume it, it sucked a little bit more because it actually had whiskers on it which Ooh, yeah
0: I forgot about that <laughs> it's a really bad I mentally blocked that out of my it's memory it's a
1: bad costume almost as bad as when he had like the pantyhose around his face like his mask when he was a Madripoor. My problem with Wolverine, and this is me pissing on his grave. My problem with Wolverine is he became Mister. He's like what Batman is now to DC fans. It's like oh, he's the rebel. He's he's the guy. And, and Batman isn't the rebel, but it was just like Batman's you know the dark one that will go places. He's the place brooding he, yeah. character. He's the one that will go places that other heroes won't. Bullshit. All right. Batman still isn't a killer. Wolverine still tries not to kill unless he's in berserker mode. But Wolverine's just Wolverine's the guy that you wouldn't like if you met him in real life. Like if we had. A team meeting or some shit like that, and Cyclops, who's the good boss, he makes sure to look out for everybody and stuff like that. And then you got some guy in the corner, unshaved, everyone else is shaved, everyone's well kept, and everything. <laughs> and here's the little guy in the corner, unshaved, probably has his shirt on untucked, drinking a beer, talking about, Yeah, what the fuck, ever your wife's hot. And it's just like, Dude, you can't say that shit. Like, will you shut the fuck up? We're trying to have this meeting, you know, we got shit going on. He's like, I'm just gonna go my own way. Fine, we'll see you later. Wolverine, to me, just got to the point where. He was in X-Men, he was in Avengers, he had his own comic book. It was the same thing that pissed me off with Spider-Man. Alpha Flight. Spider-Man had like five fucking different comic books going on at one time. Web of Spider-Man, The Tales of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, fucking Peter Parker Spider-Man, just regular Spider-Man. I was like, enough! Enough! Just put him in like, at most, two comic books. Now, Batman had the same shit, because they had like Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne, Batman, Batman... All kinds of shit. But Wolverine, to me, after a while, just got too overexposed. No man can do all that shit. And I'm all for him being the badass when when you need it. Like, I'd rather Wolverine just be the guy that's like, you know what? We're stuck. Send him in. Then I'd respect him more as the badass. Like, he's the last resort. He's the guy that's still fighting with the animal within. That would have been fucking so much better. So as it is, I'm glad they're killing him off because everyone can use a fucking break from that guy for a little bit. And if if I have to have him fucking cry about Jean Grey one more fucking time, I think Scott, Scott actually has gotten over Jean Grey faster than Logan did. Scott started dating the fucking white queen and was banging the shit out of her. And she would fuck with his mind and pretend to be Jean Grey. You know how sweet of a relationship that is? So she
0: was, enjoying, she was enjoying the one-eyed mind? Monster. Yeah, wow. But then you got Wolverine still pining over, you know, he's got a thing for redheads. I'm convinced. You know, the thing that wears me out about Wolverine is like, you gotta be 100 and you're going after somebody who's like funny Exactly. That's the other thing. I'm like, eh, you know, don't do that. And here's, here's my thing. They should have changed it so that Gambit wasn't
1: going after Rogue. They should have had Wolverine boning Rogue. Because it's, it's just, it's easier. You know, she, she could try to absorb him all she wants and he would just heal and be fine. Boom. You got it back and forth. Now she's got claws. The two, you can have little fucking fights with that kind of shit. And then that's over with. So, Wolverine, you're an over. Overrated X Men to me. I think Beast is a better X Men. I think Nightcrawler is a better X Men. Colossus is a better X Men. Cyclops is a better X Men. Stop calling people Bub. Nobody likes it. Put the cigars down. You're an example to children. You're dead. Try not to come back for at least a month and a half.
0: This has been Pissing on Graves, the Wolverine Edition. And you've just been schooled. (laughs) Booyah. That's our first crossover segment. I think we've done Comic Cliff Notes and something before. Have we really? I don't know. Either way, that was fun to do. Yeah. It's a little long-winded. Yeah, well, especially since our first segment was like 15 minutes <laughs> unedited. We're going to have to buy some time down somehow. All right, moving on from Comic Cliff Notes and Pissing on Grades to
1: I Just Saw. Um, I Just Saw That. Let's see. This week is a pretty, uh, because, because I was at home a lot, I hit up a lot of Netflix. <laughs> A lot of Rodney's Netflix, let me me be more precise, which we need to start paying you for that. So uh, I love watching the show The League. So I was like, you know, the newest season's out. Let me check that out. Get a few chuckles in. My wife never watched it. Never really. Like I tried to get her to watch it a few times and she was just like, whatever. By the time I was we were done with the last episode of that season she's like, is that it? There's nothing more? I'm like, no, that's it. So awesome, awesome show. If you ever get a chance to check out The League, I think the first five seasons are all on Netflix. Once you really get into season two and you see the recurring jokes, it gets it's even funnier and funnier. There's a whole episode with El cuñado Rafi, and Seth Rogen, and they go to California to try to avenge their friend's death it's so fucking over the top and just hilarious a lot of great cameos in that and uh
0: Leslie Bibbs in the first two episodes
1: isn't she? yes actually I think she might be in a few more episodes um nice awesome awesome show hilarious it's the kind of shit talking I do with a lot of my friends so yeah watched a lot of episodes of The Office which I love that fucking show more than almost anything even the last few seasons they're not the best but they're still The Office so it's good and then we watched Oceans 12 and 13 which 11's on all the time probably at least once a month it's on TBS there's no need for us to watch Ocean's 11 again. So we were like, let's check out 12 and 13. Like them both a lot, which, you know, is surprising considering not like thief movies, but, or heist movies. But you can't go wrong with Catherine Cedar Jones. She's smoking in that movie. Even Julie Roberts, who actually looks pretty thin in that movie, looks good, especially when she plays Julie Roberts.
0: You know, she's actually always been thin. I found out to my disappointment a couple years back that the uh whoever does the nude scenes in Pretty Woman was a body double. No. So disappointing.
1: Um but yeah, great movies. The the back and forth between Brad Pitt and George Clooney make the whole series worth it to me. And then when Matt Damon tries to do like his George Clooney impersonation, like, you know, just standing around mm-hmm. trying to give Orders and like, who the fuck made you Danny? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. And like, I love the Matsui meeting. Oh my god, that just who that guy plays Hagrid. Oh yeah, holy shit. (laughs) I told that to Maria, she's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just realized it. So Maria knew something that you didn't. Wow. Uh, It's weird. So yeah, um, I just saw Ocean's 12 and 13, The League, and The Office. Busy week for me.
0: My um, I just saw that was the YouTube video of the old lady playing Grand Theft Auto, which just delights me to no end the fact that an old lady is actually playing, legit playing Grand Theft Auto 5. And to top it off, she's British. Oh, wow. So just in her accent, she's like, come here, you bloody wanker, and fucking... (laughs) destroying the hell out of shit, oh, that just delights me to no end. In terms of Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad updates, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't watched the episodes, I am currently at the part where Skyler decides to lie for Walt, Walt. Mm. to her sister so that they can pay for the Walt's brother-in-law's surgery, surgery because he was injured doing this. Brilliant fucking episode. I'm just more and more endeared to that. I can't wait for the season ending of, a, well, the season finale of 3, but I'm also worried about, you know, I'm two seasons away from finishing this se- Series. But I heard that they were also signed on for a season six or there was rumored or is that, was that like a hoax or something? Or I don't think so. I mean,
1: they're going to do a, a whole season called You Better Call Saul, where it's all the lawyer.
0: Yeah, that guy's a huge fucking asshole, but what uh, a character he is on that show.
1: Shout out to Armando, who said, posted on Facebook saying, maybe after Ryan finishes Breaking Bad, you could do a special episode, Breaking Bad cast.
0: Yeah. And you know what? We're going to have to, in the next open forum, we're probably going to do a discussion when we have a guest. Maybe, hey Armando, if you want to come on the show and pull your argument for Breaking Bad versus. Walking Dead, and then we'll oh, need somebody who can be on the episode for pro-Walking Dead and Armando can be pro-Breaking Bad. Well, I might do the Breaking Bad. Well, Armando's also going to be doing Breaking Bad, so we need more people who are pro-Walking Dead. I could do Walking Dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pro both those shows pretty evenly. But, okay, if you had to pick one or the other... It's gotta be Breaking
1: Bad. I'm sorry. Breaking Bad, to me, just... It's different because it's so grounded in the real world, too.
0: Yeah, not enough hot chicks on that show. Though. No. Grand shame. Yeah.
1: Also makes it feel real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just like real life.
1: Oh! um, I just saw a documentary called... I Know That Voice, which is about voice acting, as nice. we mentioned before. And they talk a lot about Mel Blanc, who did all the voices for every Looney Tunes character. They had the guy that played Homer Simpson was on there for a little bit.
0: Mel Blanc have any kids? Yeah,
1: yeah. who's continuing the tradition also.
0: Oh, wow. So he wasn't um, just shooting
1: blanks? Jesus Christ. But it's an awesome, awesome documentary. It's, you hear that Caesar Adams watching documentaries? I told him about it. He's like, oh, well, that figures that that'd be the one you'd watch. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I can't I can't please anybody with this shit. Documentary snob. But uh, check it out. It's, it's really entertaining, at least. Just to see people jump in and out of voices. The guy that plays Batman is on there, Kevin Conroy. Nice. Uh, Mark the book Ham- was better. Mark Hamill was also in there who's dressed in a really weird outfit, but he's got, like, just his shirt. Okay, he's wearing, like, a button-up shirt, but, like, it's, it, the first, like, four buttons, the first top four top buttons aren't buttons, so it's just wide open. I'm like, I don't need to see fat Mark Hamill's chest. Hardest button to button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was it for me. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No. Cool. You any more,
1: um, I just saw? No. I blew my load in that one. All right, so next up we have top topics. Usually it would be comic cliff notes, but we combine that. So today's top topic, Are our favorite movie villains? Now it doesn't have to be necessarily be super villains. It doesn't have to be you know comic book villains.
0: It doesn't have to be monsters, which we covered in episode. Yeah,
1: it's just basically our favorite. Bad guys in movies. We're trying to limit to 10. We'll, we'll try to go back and forth here and well, there.
0: Usually, we don't even go as high as 10 because we have guests on and we just go off in the tangents about, you know, the one or two, three, one, yeah. two, or three people that we mentioned. But I'm the one who suggested minimum 10 because usually, and I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing for you guys, let us know, hit us up on Facebook. Usually, episodes that are just our dynamic duo usually end up being about 45 minutes mm-hmm. um, when we, our goal would like, we would really like to be more of an hour. That's kind of the average commute for, you know, to and from work for most people. I didn't write any down because I'm pretty good
1: at just firing off on all pistons when I'm on the podcast.
0: I had to write mine down because I really had to put some thought into this one. Usually when we do top topics, we just go, okay, this is our topic, and I might have two or three. So 10 was kind of a stretch for me, which we'll find out later. I actually came up with 11 that I fell in love with, and I couldn't really (laughs) knock anybody off the list. Let's see if we have overlapping ones. I'm going to start it off. We're going to go back and forth with these because I think we're going to have overlapping ones, and that'll at least eliminate repeat names. I'm going to start off with Loki.
1: Interesting. Because it's rare when you find a bad guy that you love. And when Loki's on the screen, you love seeing him. Like, when, when he showed up in Avengers, you're just like, oh, man, Tom Hiddleston acts the shit out of that role. And he does a great job. He still has the menacing look. And he's like a tall, slender-looking dude, but you're still kind of scared of him.
0: Arguably Marvel's only villain, Red Skull, who's going to be one of my ones. Well, I mean, is he going to come back or possible Thanos? Oh, well, he hasn't really made a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler but
1: alert! But still worth it. Yeah. And just I can already tell he's going to be one of the greatest fucking villains ever. Josh yeah. Brolin. Yeah, Josh here. Brolin. I was love a, the voice. Anyway. He
0: was also in uh, Goonies. Well, yeah, and um, Old Boy. Old Boy. You recently just saw. No Country for Old Men. The Man in black. black. All right, go. Your turn. All right, um, wow. I'm going to throw out first Hans Gruber. A nice the Die Hard. Great Alan Rickman who I don't know why he hasn't been knighted yet Queen of England right isn't Alan Rickman English you should knight him he's also Professor Snape Indeed Which says he kind of is a villain Spoiler alert If you've seen the whole Harry Potter series I don't know that you would consider him a villain Indeed.
1: Yeah. All right I'm gonna go with As we mentioned before John Doe in Seven Yeah Scary fucking guy That was uh, Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey Very possible guy You know there, there could be a guy That's that fucking batshit crazy
0: I'm gonna take Kevin Spacey In Usual Suspects Oh Kaiser Soze Is that on your actual list That's too? on my actual list Wow
1: That's a really good one I was gonna say, if you don't say it, I was gonna end up mentioning it. Okay, I'm gonna go with Agent Smith from The Matrix. That's on my list. (laughs) Just because he He's another one that just makes valid points. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, just like the Red Skull. Which he's double on your list. Yeah. Hugo Weaving does a good job when he's talking about how the human being is a disease. That kind of thing. You move from one place to another and use all the resources and then jumps to the next thing like that. That whole speech that he gives to Morpheus. It's the smell. It's the smell. That whole thing. Awesome. Which one day, maybe in the next podcast, I want to do top monologues.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. That'll be a good one. It is on Watch
1: Mojo, but I think we'd have even better ones than the ones that they have have
0: speaking of which okay so I think I might have to edit this and put this into I'm, I just saw that because we were watching Captain America before he came down to record the podcast and you know Hugo Weaving does this whole thing where he's like we fought the very last man and he fucking shoots the guy's like evidently not in his German accent What bothered me about the following scene where Tommy Lee Jones comes in and he offers Zola a steak dinner and a glass of milk <laughs> You're really bothered that by that. That really bothers me. Who has steak? <laughs> me. I would do that. With a I glass just, of milk. That's too much of one animal in one meal. That's like putting chicken in your omelet. You just don't do it. Like I would do it. Like milk from the cow and... Yeah, fuck it. from the... Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So is it my turn for... Yeah, your turn. i want to edit that in. It's gonna, I'm going to have to edit that out because it's like there's only two of us. Like we're having a hard time keeping track. <laughs> All right. On a lighter note, I'm going to throw out Mark Hamill as the cock knocker. <laughs>
1: Don't fuck with the Jedi Master, son.
0: It was just a really fun surprise appearance, and yeah. he did the cock-knocker in the voice of the Joker. Yeah, I was, um... I was was
1: surprised with that. Yeah, Great role. I'm gonna go with Ozymandias from watchman who if you ever seen or read watchman he ends up being spoiler alert by the way for this whole fucking thing i'm sorry he ends up being the villain but uh, to me sometimes the best villains are the ones that think that they're doing something good
0: was he why do i think that he was zeus no i'm thinking of maximilian
1: for batman yeah i mean the you're thinking of maxi zeus yeah Manius is the guy who he and the comic books in the movie is different in the movie he sets off a bomb with the trace signature of dr manhattan that destroys manhattan essentially right the comic book he drops like some kind of mutant you know that supposed to be an alien. To get people to come together to be like, okay, our countries are on the brink of war. Now we have this mutual enemy that can try to kill all of us. Let's band together to fight him. He saved billions by killing millions. That was his argument. Which it's hard to justify that kind of action obviously, but at the same time, like he was crazy enough to that it worked. Like the whole reason why he killed Rorschach also, spoiler alert, was Rorschach was gonna tell and Even, even Dr. Manhattan who knows everything there is to know about anything, is like, I can't let you do that awesome awesome scene
0: yeah i'm gonna have to go back and watch Watchmen. it's been a while since i watched it it's up
1: there you could borrow
0: that and watch Watchmen. all right your turn i'm gonna throw out if tannin thomas f wilson just <laughs> when you think of villains and you think of assholes hello big fly which shout out to my cousin anthony or tony arjun as he's is stage name if you will or DJ name if you will named his dog Biff after Biff Tannen was it like a
1: bulldog that'd be
0: awesome no no it was like a Yorkshire Terrier
1: <laughs> you good with that one
0: yeah Jack Nicholson as the Trump? Joker ah okay and a few good men damn it that was oh, <laughs> sorry. Colonel Jessup Yeah. Jack Girl, Nicholson Nathan Jessup yep oh another pick for uh, greatest monologues oh my god that whole scene is just unreal worth watching that whole movie just for that one scene I
1: did it actually because Maria was watch- Maria watches a few good men every three weeks it was not <laughs> (laughs)
0: Independence Day It's a few good men Well then there's The um, president's Oh yeah American president president.
1: Excuse me So she rotates The three movies Between house hunters But yeah Awesome awesome flick Go ahead your turn
0: Yeah I'm gonna throw out Darth Maul By Ray Park Not Vader Sorry Nelson Just one of the most Badass Siths Goes down swinging Comes back Spoiler alert In the The cartoon series He has has like a cyborg Yeah Second And he has a brother apparently. Martha. Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Not a pig Latin brother but, um, yeah, Darth Maul, one of the badasses. Played by Ray Park, who was also Snake Eyes in G.I. Joe. Huge fan of uh, Ray Park as a martial artist. Yeah. He played Toad in X-Men. Yep, don't remind me of that shit.
1: Ugh. You know what happens to a Toad when it gets hit by a lightning? Same thing as everything In certain
0: lame one-liner that we couldn't think of. Fuck Halle Berry. Actually, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I'm going to go with Morgan Freeman and, and Sir Ben Kingsley in Lucky Number 11. Nice. Nice ball. Two old motherfuckers that you're just, they look like they have the, the air of, of just fear on them. Like, like, you're scared even just watching, you know, when he's talking about the schmoo and he's walking down the steps. Like, Morgan Freeman and that voice that could be so,
0: you know, sweet and everything can still be scary. You can also read numbers out of his phone book. <laughs> Mm, just listen to that rich molasses Ben Kingsley Such a disappointment in Iron Man What a waste of a talent I haven't seen the other thing though There's like a one shot
1: Mandarin thing Where I, I guess Ben Kingsley reprises the role And it's something completely different
0: What? Yeah I'm gonna have to check it out oh, I have to look that one up Alright my turn I'm gonna go Lane Smith <laughs> Interesting one Jim Trotter Third, and My Cousin Vinny Wow that is random Who also played Perry White In Lois and Clark Superman And the father in Son-in-Law wow. God damn, Pauly Shore sucks. Yeah, I had my phase in the late
1: nineties. I'm gonna go with, with it's a dual one, the Terminator in Terminator one, and the T
0: one thousand in T two. Ah, so Schwarzenegger and uh I don't know that guy's name. That was a correction on one of our episodes before. <laughs> Patrick. Something Patrick. Poor bastard, we can't remember is that his Rob, Is it Robert Patrick? It might be Robert Patrick.
1: I always get that name confused with the guy from The Lost Boys. Which keep for
0: Sutherland in The Lost Boys. Gory Hayne? No. Gory Feldman? No. I don't know anybody else in The Lost Boys. No,
1: David, I'm going to have
0: to look at that now. That could be our corrections for next week. Right, your turn. Uh, Let's see. Gunner Sergeant Hartman, played by R. Lee Emery in the Full Metal Jacket. Wow. So many great... Talk about your monologues. So many great one-liners on a full metal jacket. Such a great movie. It's been a long time since I've seen that shit. Just fucking a long time. Do you know Vincent D'Onofrio was in that movie? Yeah, he's... It's the guy that screams out "Full Metal Jacket." You know, don't even bother watching a movie. Just do the YouTube video of his. The best parts of the movie. He's a, he's a. Vincent D'Onofrio has to be one of the best actors. If, if you've never seen The Cell or Adventures in Babysitting
1: or Adventures in Babysitting, he where plays he played Thor, Thor, Law and Order: Criminal Minds, than that. Men in Black. Men in Black is ever also sugar. Sure. In... <laughs> Oh, what was the movie with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Anderson? The Breakup. He was in there. He played Vince Vaughn's older brother.
0: I do the books. What do you do? <laughs> You're the talent. Oh, he was really was good in that movie. Talk about really great range. Okay, so I'll throw out the rest of mine. Uh, I threw in Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Royal Payne in Sky High. Just because, wow, she's hot. Uh, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Spider Man 2. Doesn't end up bad, though. He was the villain. He was the villain. And uh, we already talked about Kevin Spacey in Usual Suspects and Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. Who also did a great job as the voice. Overworked for Beef Vendetta. Oh, you know what? I was just listening to the Adam Corolla podcast. Who was the person in Inglorious Bastards?
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. He did incredible that job. That guy's amazing. Yeah, Fuck I hadn't mentioned him In another podcast Yeah he's uh, awesome awesome actor though
0: Alright fuck You're gonna be the first Up on our corrections department For next week Yeah yeah Cause I'm, I'm really Disappointed
1: in myself He did a great job In Django Unchained as well I Haven't seen that yet Great movie It's a little rough At some points If you have delicate sensibilities Toward racism But I mean It's part of the time So whatever
0: Alright, so Let's call that a podcast But first There it is (laughs) Let's talk about some promotions What have we got to promote? I don't really have anything much to promote Besides, you know
1: Selfishly, us Rodney put I I don't really put that much work into the podcast Rodney puts a lot of work into the podcast I make sure that You know, the basement's neat So I want to promote us Rodney does a lot of hard work to make sure that you guys have an enjoyable listening experience And every little bit helps So if it's just a
0: listen That's fine also You know, keep us going Keep us If it's just being on the podcast And telling a friend appreciate that. By the way, we didn't just send a shout out to Norman. If you haven't seen the video, yeah, it's basically a kind of behind the scenes video where you get to see us recording the podcast for episode 19, and it actually got released before the podcast. Shout out to Norman. There had to have been, I know the amount of work it takes to go into the podcast, let alone the amount of work that it takes to go into a video. That had to have been hours upon hours oh, uh, yeah. upon editing so cool to see uh, uh, that did a great job shout out to Jose Avila who said that
1: we should have moved the camera around a little bit more yeah but at the same time it wasn't anything that we had planned to do cinematography for or anything like that it was I, I don't think Norman planned on recording the entire thing at first I think he just wanted to get like snippets of us actually in the midst of the podcast and it kind of just evolved into that which I have no problem with it's still fun to watch it's it's almost like watching or, or listening to a podcast just you get it visually like Norman has stuff that pops up
0: yeah and he did a great job on the, yeah, that video editing and that would have been it was almost like I was standing over his shoulder telling him what to edit what to change what audio to insert where I, I don't even know how he got copies of you know the goat and the music I'm assuming he just got it from another podcast yeah. that we did but um, but yeah it was as if I edited it myself now granted there are some discrepancies between the video and the actual podcast I think I edited a large amount of chunks out corrections to Red Novella corrections yeah sorry to, to Red Novella and started it but shout out to Red Novella which same lead singer um, so hopefully you know didn't do too much damage but um,
1: I mean I'm sure they weren't heartbroken like this fucking bullshit but it was just if I just ah man you put the rhyme in what the fuck you know but with all the work that Norman did I think that's something that we could bypass over yeah yeah want to promote you're going to get a disease check out episode 20 and 21 they take the pledge as I mentioned before they send a little shout out to us so we're going to kick it right back you know they're a couple funny guys they go into great detail about the whole Ray Rice thing which was fucking hilarious to hear that we should put the
0: ball back in their court we you know so we did well they got to do
1: the video first so the ball in their court if they're gonna do the ffff they have to do a video
0: okay well maybe we should line up a hey you guys should do a pissing on graves as an homage to our first segment find a grave to piss on well I
1: mean they already they already took our uh in episode 20 they did the guilty pleasure songs kind yeah of thing. but you
0: know we just did the whole political thing <laughs> <laughs> Let's Fuck. just go back and forth All, all right, day long plug it, plug it. We'll borrow fucking segments All the time Yeah yeah So that's our challenge To you this week Find a grave to piss on They have to be dead And um You know Recognize your career Pick out something about their career That you didn't like Yeah I think that's all I have tomorrow. Um, I'm going to continue my promotion For my friend's bar In Berwyn Gas Bar On 16th in Harlem Harlem and 16th-ish Right behind Just east of the Lucky Dog There's no sign for the bar It's like one block east If you can find parking Find some parking Great neighborhood bar Affordable prices Great place to watch The Bears game Up until maybe Mid-October I might be hanging out there, give or take, shooting some pool on a bar banger. It's got some video poker machines if you're into video gambling roulette. There's like five machines there. New bartender, think her name is Tina. She seems pretty cool. But um, Kaz will be there. I'll be there. Jeremy gets there a little late. Alan, Sean, Dennis, shout out to everybody there. Go hang out at Kaz Bar. You have some free time. I'm going to promote the FFFF movement again. The pledge is right on the Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash hashtag spelled out U-T-J-H. Pledge is right on the cover photo. Take the pledge, record yourself, post it to the page. Let's start a movement. Everybody, please, please, please. Once you post a video, let's uh, try to retweet at that Kevin Smith and at Ralph Garmin. Let's get some exposure to this movement. This isn't just a selfish movement, so we can get our podcast on their podcast or we get a mention on their podcast. Well, kinda it is, but we also want to stop Hollywood's directors from ruining another butchering diet fucking franchises. Franchise, ruining our childhood with another load of crap that we're going to shell out money for. Let's just stop shelling out money for. And I also want Unless wanna, it's 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's 9-11, then spend the money on American-made movies. And I also want to try and start another movement. What was that? Three movements this podcast? What was Jesus the other movement? Friday. What was that first movement that I mentioned? The, the whole oh, night. yeah, 9-11. By, <laughs> buy American on 9 it. I kind of want to start a movement. I don't think it'll be anywhere nearly successful as any of the other movements that we're starting. But let's just stop Supporting Kanye West. I don't know if it's true or not. I started that movement about four years ago. But, I mean, let's stop supporting all things Kanye West. Let's stop watching. Can we please stop watching the Kardashians? I don't know this phenomenon, this whole, you know, she's got the number one app on iTunes. Let's just stop this douche badgery of, you know, humanity where, you know, he made... I don't know if it's true, not. it seemed like it's... I watched the video. It seemed like he made somebody or was trying to force... He stopped oh. this whole concert to try and get somebody to stand up, and it turns out they were in a fucking wheelchair. And then there were a couple other videos where, like, well, he didn't really make him stand up trying to defend Kanye West. Let's just cut this guy off. This guy doesn't deserve... Any more of our time, our attention, or our money. So let's cut off everything, Kanye. Let's cut off the Kardashians, if we could, please. Because they're just poor excuses for humanity. I understand they're entertaining, but we can find something else. The FKW movement? Yeah. Fuck all things Kardashian and West. Please, find something else. Let's do Jersey Shore Remake or find some other thing to... Blindly follow. Stop saying Kimye too. So anyway, can someone else please do a porn video so we
1: can?
0: (laughs) Yeah, please follow them. Fuck tape star Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that's all we got for this week. Well, for today. For today. We might do a double podcast this week. So spoiler alert. We're uh, we're inspired by you're gonna get a disease having two episodes in the can. Right, motherfuckers trying to outdo us. Well, I gotta get. am I'm, I'm feening for a new podcast. So, how long are each of the episodes? Is it just another hour? Or? Yeah, I think so. Do we get two? I think it's two, two, two one hour podcasts. So it's two hours worth of podcast. I'll tell you right now. Give me one second
1: because I just downloaded them and was listening to them for a while. I haven't gotten to twenty one yet. Do we get two Jonas
0: stories of the week? That, that would be I, fucking I haven't gotten amazing. That yet.
1: Oh. One is one is an hour. Twenty is an hour, and twenty one's an hour and eleven minutes. Nice. Fuck. That's a lot of talking between two guys. Can't huh? wait. So yeah.
0: Hopefully, it's two Jonas stories of the week that'd be awesome hopefully they have those voicemails double awesome Yeah, shout out to You're Gonna Get a Disease great job guys I think I have to favorite one of the podcasts that I like. I think it's like 14 and 16 really great job even a special podcast nice job <laughs> did you hear well okay so when you get through I, I'm completely done with their library except for Save These Two Episodes which I've been waiting for a while wow listen to the special podcast Nuptials which is a special podcast number five where Nick interviews everybody at Luke's wedding oh no <laughs> he goes around asking how has Luke disappointed you in your life <laughs> Wow That was fucking awesome He goes to Luke's New Bride And uh, I'm not going to Spoil it But listen to that episode Really great uh, podcast guys Nice work Really enjoy the show I'll check it out Okay I gotta put in Some post-production Promotions uh, Just so we can Make the dates So you guys can hear About them before These events actually happen Saturday September 27th Starting at 7.30am In the Forest Park Softball fields There will be A softball tournament To benefit Opportunity knocks. My cousin Dundee Is going to be- participating in the softball tournament if you get a chance before the event you can find him on facebook we will promote him on the on the Let just happen website so you can make a donation to help him uh, and his team raise funds for the opportunity knox organization the opportunity knox organization is a non-for-profit organization that serves young people who have developmental disabilities in the oak park forest park River Forest communities through social, recreational, and life skills programming. Um, They're really just a good organization that's looking to provide opportunities and resources to the program's participants, which they call the Warriors. Um, They're almost completely privately funded. Uh, the towns actually provide a 3% contribution to help them out. The ultimate goal of the organization is for their participants, their warriors, to build their independence, foster self-advocacy, broaden life experiences, and to instill and augment a sense of community for those who have developmental disabilities. So again, that's the Opportunity Knox Softball Tournament that my cousin Dundee going to be... Participating in. Also, it looks like Alpine Deli is going to be in this event. They might be providing food for the. I don't know if they're making providing food or they're doing. They're just doing a donation. We'll see. But shout out to the Alpine Food Shop. Uh, shout out to B.O.B., who mainly, mostly work, I guess I started out at Alpine Food Shop. Again, Saturday, September 27th. Starts at 7.30, goes to 9 p.m. It's free admission. Um, there's going to be live music in a kid's fun zone at the Forest Park softball fields. Also, just to get into this podcast, uh, David talks about a fundraiser for one of his uh, coworkers who's passed that can really benefit his family. So... There's the audio for that. From episode 21, we're posting it early into episode 20. How we recorded two episodes this week. Spoiler alert. So let's put that in there, too. Not really a shout-out, but I just want to put it out there. We're having a benefit for one of uh, our coworkers that passed away suddenly uh. to raise funds for the wife and his children. It's at uh, Marlon's Bar on 47th and Pershing. Uh, it's just all proceeds go to the family. So Oh, yeah. When's that? Uh, Saturday the 27th okay. of September. So uh, let's call it a podcast. I'm going to sign off from the FTC. I'm Rodney Cineo. Uh, I'm Adam Flores, and um, that just happened.